I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Family Jewels. A podcast about family drama, family trauma, and everything else you got from your mama. Oh! Sorry, that was so pleasing. I know I'm not meant to speak yet. No, you family jewels. When you're here, you're family. Cease and desist from Olive Garden pending. This is my sister from another Mr. Charlie Dinkin. This is my colleague, Olga Koch. We started this podcast because when you talk shit about other people, it's gossip. But when you talk shit about your family, it's research. <laughs> Joining us today is multi-hyphenate performer, actor, comedian, writer, winner of Pink News Entertainer of the Year. Woo! Sophie Juca! Woo! Ding, ding, ding! Yay! Thank you for having me to the family hearth. Ooh! Oh hearth? What's yeah, a hearth? Nice. It's like, like a heart, but warmer. Oh, okay. You know, like a heart. It's yeah, hearth and hearth. Yeah, hearth like a. Hearth? I'm sure. An <laughs> oven English is my second language. I feel like every fire? podcast I go and I out myself as a secret Victorian. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. All right, she's here from the prairies. <laughs> a hearth is it like it would be like the you cook on it and it's hot. Oh, I thought a hearth was or like is it a, just a fireplace. Place? I think it can be whatever you want it to be. Well, it's that, welcome to our hearth. I love our the idea hearth. that Sophie Duker is a time traveler that's been, that's just quite bad at it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we all meeting at the I do think you would have hearth? done well in a, like a homesteady little house on a prairie. On a prairie. If, I, it feels like it's against everything about your personality. <laughs> but yeah. I sort of and quite ahistoric. <laughs> I sort of could see you though. Like, do you think you could go cottagecore? Mm. You know what I mean? I do like cottage. I appreciate the cottage core aesthetic on others. I feel like it's not thoughty enough for me. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. There's when it's you a- and your girlfriend, I feel like you could really go cottage core. Oh my god, the two of us in little. What is it like? It's a big collar, a big collar, and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like yeah. this, but yeah. with none of the <laughs> other fabric. <laughs> Just drinking fresh milk from the udder, spraying each other. Come on, oh. <laughs> Sophie. We are here to talk about your family. My family. Did you get on well with your family? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> weird for, an, for a lighthearted podcast. No, I have a lot of family. I got um, my immediate family, and then I got about 26,000 aunties. Uh, we got spread, time. We got time. <laughs> we got battery Let's packs. rank. I got so many aunties, <laughs> so many aunties, and a lot of my family live um, in other parts of the world. Great. I don't know. I might be the first person to have international family. It's very exciting. Uh, so yeah, it's quite a mixed bag. So do you want to tell us about your immediate family first? Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Mama. Right. Mama Irene. Mama Love. Irene. Love. Paint us a picture. Ma- okay. My mom is, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably well informed that she is quite glamorous. Ooh. She's a glamorous mama. She loves jewelry. She had a jewelry uh, business. I should put business in inverted commas because it was really just her buying a lot of jewelry. Oh, um, we can't relate. <laughs> For those listening at home, the table that we're podcasting off of is covered in fake pearls. It's covered in fake. Oh, and fake. If- <laughs> wow. If we knew this about your mom before, we could, we could have gotten mates rates. She would have loved. She would have loved to give you. She is the official so supplier much of the Family Jewels podcast. It's because I say that I say this lovingly about my mom. She's like a soft babe. She's a ditz. She doesn't want to work, which is a, a problem. Um, but it was also fine and justified because she's you know been incredibly hardworking for so many years. Yeah, Thank fine. you. Um, but... Can relate without the hardworking <laughs> for many years, but. 
But um, she's like all about the side hustle. So she's got into about, I would say, eight pyramid schemes. Uh, She is always thinking that she can like make a make a quick make a quick buck. And one way that she wanted to do this was buying something she already buys a lot of which is jewelry. Oh, that's really smart. Um, and so make the she's, hobby your job. Make the hobby your job. Hello, make fellow comedians, writers. <laughs> uh, so she's got a lot of costume jewelry, a lot of interesting jewelry, a lot of pieces from Africa and stuff, and she does not resell them effectively. So she's buying them, she's touching them, she's wearing them, she's getting a good feel for <laughs> them, and then she's simply not. She's simply not shifting them. them. <laughs> she like occasionally at like a christening, she'll like get someone out of the back. <laughs> In the car park and she'll sell them some jewelry. Does she gift you a jewel? She has gifted me jewels in the past. We have different styles, I would say, of jewelry. But sometimes if I need a statement piece, like for my last show, which was called Hag, I wanted to look like a glamorous lady. And so I borrowed some pearls from my mother. Um, So yeah, she has let me jewels. The last thing that she gave me, though, was a rock. Um, She got me a rock because she went on a pilgrimage because she's also a religious lady. Um, and she brought me a rock from a village where there is a man who sees the uh, Virgin Mary on the hour, every hour. <laughs> Wait, I need he you has... to repeat every sentence, so, word in that sentence again. There, the last a... gift I got from my loving mother yes. was a rock yes. from a village yes. in, I think, Lithuania. Okay. She went to Lithuania on a pilgrimage, gifted her by a friend, a close female friend, and she met a guy that sees the Virgin Mary every hour on the hour. Okay, my first question is, the hour strikes and then he sees, or that's how they know that the hour has occurred? I really want you to believe, Charlie Dinkin, that I really refrain from asking my <laughs> You don't want to ask follow-up any follow-up questions. questions. Um, but she was like, basically, he has been seeing her since he was a kid, and he was within another group of kids, but like... The other kids, like some of them only see the Virgin Mary like once a year, like on Christmas Lame. Day. <laughs> some of them see her like Lame. every month, but he sees her every day. Legend. Why not just say you see her all the time? I, I mean, he's an honest guy. <laughs> he doesn't want. To, he doesn't want to embellish the story. She's just popping up like it follows, like outside the door, round the corner, once an hour. Yeah, she's all just right. she's just popping Maybe. up. Where does the rock come in? Um, they was like in a sort of cave where they first saw the Virgin Mary, so they all went on a pilgrimage to this cave. Uh, and she brought me a rock and it's got scratch on it and biro, like the letter S. <laughs> so and it's just for you. Yeah, I don't know if my mum did that so she could remember which rock was for me. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's like the world's shittest gift shop and they just got like, you can have an S. We personalise, we personalise. Get out of the Sharpie. Um, but yeah, she's, like a, she's a sweet soul because she she got me the rock and a little gold um, rosary, like a little yeah. Cru- yeah, crucifix necklace. Um, yeah, she's a believer. And she loves. She Do loves you know the what the rock is supposed to bring to you? Oh, she didn't. Uh, she didn't even give it to me. She. I sort of went to her flat, and she like left it on the pillow in the spare room. Oh. Uh, and I was like, it's like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be next. <laughs> um, yeah, and I. Like I don't clue. know. And I was like, oh, thank you for the rock. Um, I think it's because I asked her to stop buying me clothing, so she's like, oh, so she was like, right. enjoy your rock, <laughs> enjoy your rock, bitch. I hate to do a tangent, but I feel like there's a whole um, industry of these pilgrimages that don't actually take place anywhere near the anyway. events of the Bible. Like, I, I think Helen Bauer, uh, Helen Bauer's mom went on a pilgrimage in the south of France. Of like, it was like the Mary Magdalene route, and yeah, it's like if you're what? gonna go, you might as well <laughs> be somewhere with good wine bars, you know? <laughs> I think my mom might have done that. It's- <laughs> It's not her first, what's the saying? It's not my first pilgrimage. (laughs) (laughs) I think I feel like I have seen more as people doing um, pilgrimages, but like they're they're secular. They're doing the pilgrimage in a secular way. Like, oh yeah, the the Camino. Yeah, yeah they just want to go on a big walk and mm. have a reason to do it. And I want to do a big walk in the south of France. Yeah. Sure, Mary Magdalene is the coolest character in the Bible. Yeah, she and if you best. can have a little bit of magic on the sign, like why not? Sounds good. Free rocks in the end. Free getting your rocks off. There we go. Yeah. There's not even crystal. I, 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 it's not a crystal. It's a rock. It's All not right. shiny. Sorry, that was salty. Thank you, Mama, for my rock. <laughs> Me. So your mom, your, your mom, you have siblings. Mama Irene, I have a little brother called Chenning. Uh, he is just under three years younger than me, and he is better than me in every way. I think that's the, kind of the thing for younger siblings, yeah. especially when they're boys. I feel like younger sisters might be a bit annoying. Yeah. You have a lot of siblings. I have one know? brother. I have oh, one brother. brother. That's it. Yeah. Is he better than you in every way? 
You're like, objectively, no. Objectively, no, I'm going to say. he A much more serious, professional, okay. uh, focused man mm. than me. Mm-hmm. But there's something about a younger brother that gets parents so excited because we all three of us have yeah. younger brothers Certainly and they love them. Yeah. love them yeah 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 oh god he's the golden child yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. sunny boy yeah and not being like swayed by the wind it's like I, I have now stopped telling my parents every small detail about my life but it's like I think the emotional roller coaster we were all on around me was like very different to the straightforward Mm. countryside drive that my brother was yes, on. You know what I mean? they're so uncomplicated. Little brothers are some of the most confident people I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's great. But he's also settled down. Okay. Oh. He hasn't really settled down. He has a child out of wedlock. <laughs> wow. I don't know what The Rock thinks about that. <laughs> uh, but he's How got... does your mom feel about that? Oh, great. It's a baby. She, gets to... she calls herself Diamond Grandma. Oh my God, I love that. Diamond ah. grandma. What I'm uh, hearing is an excuse to buy more jewelry. Yeah, she's like, well, I gotta look the part. <laughs> uh, which I think is a real, uh, I think it was a way to distinguish herself from uh, my nephew's other grandma, which I think is quite a blow. It's like, well, my name's Diamond Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you can take Mama. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's Diamond Grandma. Uh, she's delighted about it. Everyone loves a, a child, but my, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to introduce different characters. I have an Auntie Rose, one of the aunties, who's very close to me. She's also my Jesus auntie. What does, if anyone, what does that mean? So she is the auntie that catfished me on WhatsApp. Oh my God, yes. 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 So good. Oh my God, she's a legend. Um, I was on my way to work. Uh, she texted me and she was like, Sophie, somebody loves you very much. And I was in quite a vulnerable place. <laughs> I fell for it. I fell you for fell it. it so hard. I fell for it. And I was like, firstly, I ignored it. Um, and, <laughs> and then I was just like, maybe... You know, who are you hoping it would be? Just like a a human entity. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I was just like, she was like, maybe she's heard people talking. Maybe it's like a yeah. thing. I was just like, okay. Which is what would it would be reasonable to yeah. assume? We need like a televangelist prank show, <laughs> like a like an Ashton Kutcher punk. Yeah, get him style. in. Would she do it? It's she Jesus. She could just, like what that Jesus rings the door. The yeah, host yeah, rings yeah, the doorbell, yeah. runs away. Um, yeah. So for people who ditched, but have, it's a haven't seen the tweet, I said who. And then she waited seven minutes, or I waited seven minutes before I was so annoyed on this crammed overground in London that I went, question mark, who? Uh, and she said, Jesus. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Cross drop. Gorgeous. Nailed it. Did yeah. It? So, auntie, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I think that's maybe the catchphrase yeah, yeah, yeah. of the prank show. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so is this your mom's sister? She is not uh, a sibling of one of my parents. Love. So that's the thing about, um, I would say, aunties in lots of cultures, um, uh, but West African aunties do not have to be related to you, do not have to look like you, do not have to know both of your parents. They just sort of assume oh, wow. like parental, they, they took the like little land phrase in loco parentis and they're just like you. And they just- I, So I bump- they can self-select themselves Yeah. You? So if I'm in like the market in Dalston, East London where I live, like there will be aunties that just approach me I think it's audition like, you. Yeah, it's just like rogue aunties looking to attach themselves to a host. <laughs> and they're always watching. They're everywhere. So it's like a weird, like some aunties are tangentially related. Can I ask a, que- a, a follow-up question mm-hmm. on this? Is an auntie full-time job or can an auntie be a mom in and of herself? Is your mom an auntie to other unrelated My children? My mom is an auntie to unrelated children, okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auntie Irene. Mama Irene to me. <laughs> Diamond Auntie Irene. <laughs> Diamond Auntie Irene. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's an auntie to quite a lot of people. I think there's like, in both sides of my family, there are like uh, matriarchs that pop up. So you kind of establish your own s- small business, your own pyramid scheme, if you will. Um, and my mom has definitely done that on the Cameroonian side of my family. She's definitely popped up as like an auntie people go to she's an in time of need. She's Do an, you entrepreneur. Feel like an entrepreneur. She- Love that. Oh. We're coining so many phrases on this. <laughs> Do you feel like sh- her vibes as an auntie are different than for mom? Yes. Um, well, I think our relationship is different. So I'm the oldest daughter. I feel like you should have like a sound effect that has like a, yeah. a horse ah. neighing. <laughs> I'm the oldest daughter. Yeah. And that's a that's a heavy cross to bear. I just want to get away from the Christian <laughs> iconography. Any, yeah. But any eldest daughters listening will know that it's it's a fool's game. It's a schmuck's job. Yeah, it it's is. a hard thing that. to do. And my relationship with my mum, especially as my surprise daddy left, um, has been quite, I wouldn't say strained because she's always there. She's always had my back. Um, 
just pinning that cross to it. She's <laughs> she's honestly the most amazing mother and she's always been there for me, but I but regress. But that's an intense relationship. Yeah, it's an intense relationship and I regress whenever I'm around yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't understand the easy laughing and joking that she has with like my cousin. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I think that's fair. When I, I mean, I'm not a, I love my mom, mm-hmm. but I'm not like a friend. She's not a friend mom to me. If yeah. I, I literally talked to her about this last week and she was like, I'm not your friend, I'm your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 34 years old. I don't know why you're saying this to me. You're like, okay. Yeah, thanks. sure. Okay. I, I guess I wouldn't have a friend who was telling me all the time that they weren't my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you can appreciate the other elements of the relationship. No, no relationship the same, but some girls are... Friend. Some girls are friends with friends. With Some girls are losers. I will say, I think it's really surreal to see your parents like play a different role. Mm. Like, especially for for example, in my family, I obviously have very large um, age differences with my siblings. So my sister is twelve years older than me. My brother is ten years younger than me. They all three of us were raised by completely different people. And so, like my my sister went to a nightclub on her eighteenth birthday with my parents, and they took shots. And me and my brother listened to this with our ma- mouth wide open. We were like. I'm sorry, what? Wow. It's it's crazy to think of your parents, like, because to you, mom is mom. Yeah. But even to them, the same mom is a different mom. Crazy. Yeah. Oof. You have one of the biggest Oof. age differences I've ever. It's crazy. Because my dad had my sister when he was 19, so he literally yeah. went clubbing was with a his teenager. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, they've been, like, both incredibly young parents and quite old parents. Yeah. Not really old, yeah. but on so, the older end. This is true. This is true. It's Just so something wild. to think about. Do you feel like your mom is a different different mom to your brother? Yes, I do. I think she's. I think she uses me though as the conduit for all stuff. Like she's like Sophie will know what's going on, <laughs> or like there's something that she doesn't want to do. I think that I'm just like the representative of the kids. Yeah. So I think I get it. Like I think I'm the secretary. Secretary. So like they can just have like they they don't have to deal with the like high level administrative stuff. Oh, yeah. To be fair though, in 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 later years, like as I've grown up and matured, me and my mum have a much better relationship. Yeah, good. And it wasn't it wasn't like it was a bad relationship. It was just that I was like, okay, fine, bleh, like yeah. just like sort of like stewing, like she was always <laughs> saying the wrong thing. It was never like dramatic bad with my mum. It was more just like I'd be like, I roll into the back of my head, yeah, yeah, not yeah. not treating her personhood as valid. And now I'm like, look at that sweet little diamond grandma. That is a thing to learn. And when you see someone take on those other positions Mm. and those see them in other contexts, I think for me an interesting thing is like seeing my parents with their friends Mm. and like hearing them talk about their friends. And then I remember that they're like full people with full friendships and like lives (laughs) aside from me. But actually, your mom's like, this is my friend. I know people. (laughs) (laughs) You are not. You're not my friend, and you are not the only person I know. A thing that recently I was thinking about is because I have a dog, Louis, who I think you've met. You've you've definitely met. Yeah. Um, we are not friends. You are not friends. Not with, friends with Olga Louis. is definitely no. not friends with Louis. I really don't like Louis. Truly so not a dog person, and that is okay. I accept that about you. Um, I walk Louis around the park every morning, and actually one of my favorite things to do because I meet lots of different types of people, and one of my park friends is a mother of like a 26-year-old, 27-year-old, mm. so nearer to my generation, and hearing her talk about how difficult her relationship with her child is from her perspective which I think also is like a normal balanced relationship mm. but hearing it from the other side I'm like oh yeah like there were times I could have just been less of an asshole but I was doing my own shit yeah, and not thinking sort of about going, how they were a person you're so selfish when you're but you do regress yeah. to being a kid yeah but I also had something which is actually I think quite deep not about me but about one of my competitors in the Pink News Entertainer of the Year awards which I won <laughs> Enemies for Life um, <laughs> I heard Rina Sawayama are we pixels she's yes, great she's an amazing obviously. an amazing entertainer but the just only not the best entertainer <laughs> um, the only As singer confirmed. to ever use the expression gig economy in a song. Oh. She's perfect. Oh, she's, she's perfect. She's wonderful. We've seen her live. Yeah. Um, and she was talking on a podcast about how um, I think she had a slightly difficult time growing up financially, or at least her family did. And there was a bit where she had to like share a bed with her mum as a teenager, like at 15. And she was just like, oh, like... I hated it, obviously, it was terrible. Like, that's the worst thing, you're going through puberty, like, yeah. you're discovering yourself, you're meeting people, and you're sharing a bed with your mom. And then it's, I just, and then she was like, later I thought, like, how terrible must it have been to be a woman in your 30s Please. sharing a bed with a 15-year-old? <laughs> like, the absolute yeah, worst. That is worse. Like, your <laughs> life is more precious. <laughs> and so, like, all the injustices that I was just like, oh my God, I had to do this. Like, when I was a teenager, I was like, my mom had to do that, like, with me. 
yeah. like bitching along. Yeah, so, that's tough. Shout out to Irene. Irene. All love, to, love our, to our patient, patient mothers. So you mentioned that your mother's background is from Cameroon. Yes. Would you like to tell us about that? When, oh, so did, where where did you was she born in Cameroon? Um, my mum was born in Cameroon. Um, I think she was born in, or was she born? I think she was born in, I'm gonna say Limbe. Um, but she grew up in a place called Bemenda. Um, and she has uh four brothers and sisters, one adopted sister, three other non adopted siblings. And are they in Cameroon? Are they here? They're all is in Cameroon. Them? Are you my, okay, them? so my my mum is the youngest of her siblings, which is why she's a soft babe that just wants to live an easy life. <laughs> um, my mum is the youngest of her siblings. It was like a two-two, so like two boys, two girls. She's got an adopted sister as well. He joined the scene later, and I think my I think they're close. But since they all live in Cameroon and my mum lives here, and she is the youngest, I think they're kind of like. Okay, Irene. I think <laughs> yeah. there's a kind of like, she's, you know, like off here doing her thing. And recently they've been like having to have like big family chats. So my mum has had to go to Cameroon uh, to do that, which is difficult because Cameroon is A, very corrupt and B, essentially in a civil war. All right. So it's, um yeah, it's like a big, like having family peace pipe talks is kind of like a very intense thing. Yeah, that's a lot. How often is she going back to visit? I think she's going back like once a year, but she's not going back to, this is a bit of history, which you're welcome to cut out. Um, no, so this my, is why we're doing okay, this. Okay, okay, let's talk about um, uh, North Cameroon. So my mum's from Bemenda, which is an Anglophone Cameroon, English-speaking Cameroon. Majority of Cameroon, French-speaking. My mum's little bit is English-speaking English and kind of more allied to Nigeria, which has caused a lot of problems. We all know there are problems with borders and tiny little bits of countries. Um, so that part of Cameroon... Uh, where she grew up is currently sort of like, uh, I would say, uh, fucked. It's like not getting that many resources. Like the government won't let like there be like internet and stuff like that there. Oh um, my but my mom is sort of set that she wants to go and live there. Like okay. she wants to go back to where she grew up, yeah. but she hasn't really been able to get back for a while. Is this is this fun? Is this yeah. Right? yeah. So she hasn't been able to get back for a while because the situation's so chaotic there. But that really is home home to her. That really is home home, and it's also where my grandma is and where her sister is. So she's like, I want okay, to so live there's there. There's family there. Yeah, but I'm just like, there's a curfew, and there are rebels yeah. hiding <laughs> in the trees. Lot. So don't go back. Um, yeah, but that's that's her dream to have a little house. She's actually built the structure of the house over like. Uh, 20 years yet and she's called it it's like okay so she built a house her like dream house where she's gonna go and live uh when she moves away from the uk and she got the priest to bless it but like for ease he put like all this holy water in like a water gun uh no, so he could yes, like, spray yes. the house yes. 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 Um, yes 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 so the house yes. is blessed the house is incredibly blessed. Oh the house is God, incredibly It's moist blessed. with blessings. It's yes. moist with blessings. Incredible. And um, her lodger at the moment, while there's like all the fighting is going on, is currently the village priest. So he's there in the house. <sighs> okay, that's the dream. That's going to be the holiest house ever. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot going on there. <laughs> oh my God. I love the idea of just like a priest with a water gun. Yeah. They it can't was, it, themselves It was now. with no sense of irony. It was just like, this is the most efficient way to bless all corners of the house. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. What would you use? That's incredible. Yeah, I can't think That's of a better a way. Idea. Water balloon balloons. Yeah. Oh yeah, balloons would be fun. That but, would be but clean up. Yeah, that is a clean, clean up. up. And there it's humiliating no to way. bend over in front of the Lord. That's <laughs> 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 true. Yeah. Unless you you're ever, into that. Have you ever been to Cameroon? I have been to Cameroon. Yes. I, the last time I went to Cameroon was like 2017, maybe. And do you feel like a spiritual uh, attachment to it? Um, I so I went for my mum's mum's 90th birthday and I was not allowed to read a reading at her at church on her birthday because my dress was too slutty um, so, how slutty was it so I will say it was a high necked a high necked sequined dress backless and it had a slit on the side so the slit and the back were the problem yeah. I think it mm, I think it was the fact that I just looked fit <laughs> I think you the stole bitches the in the Menda were like, wow, this is inappropriate. You can't look hot in front of God. I looked hot. Um, yeah, it's very conservative. So I don't I don't love going back to the If you showed up to my 90th birthday in a backwards <laughs> dress, I too would not let you do a reading. Sorry. Sorry. Throw your own party. Who broke it to you that you weren't allowed to read? 
Um, I think it was like one of uh, one of the girls that like worked in the church. She was just like, sorry, no. <laughs> sorry, no, you can't. Because he's on the cross. He's going to be looking. You know, <laughs> I would be standing at a pulpit the facing the congregation. <laughs> I left soaking wet, and I couldn't, even, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tweet it because there was no internet. The internet wasn't. The internet was down. So yeah, it's um. My mum is from like a very small, like a, like a rural town. If towns can be rural, it's a small town. Um, and yeah, it's kind of at the middle of not a conflict, but kind of a, a standoff with, yeah, the rebels, the government, local criminals who have just taken advantage of the situation, um, and just fun, fun women like my mum who will believe literally anything. She was like, oh yeah, the government came in to try and attack the rebels, but they went on some like whole, uh, some like sacred ground. So all of the like government uh, troops were like attacked by bees. And I was like, and because they entered the sacred ground. And I was like, did okay. that really happen? And she was like, I've got very many WhatsApps about it. There were bees. Okay, mom. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a I kind of just bees. like deeply spiritual, religious conflict uh, laid in place. But it's such a magical way of seeing life. There were bees. She was like, there were bees. Someone got stung, surely. There were Someone bees. Someone got stung. They should not have trod on sacred ground. No, I agree. How did she end up in the UK? So, whew, um, my mum's sister, who's now back in Cameroon, uh, my mum's sister, Auntie Bernadette, um, she was in, okay, this is like a, 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 a cloudy part of family history, but I know that she was for some reason in Leeds. Okay. <laughs> she was in Leeds and she had a baby uh, who's now my cousin, who's now an adult woman, who's my cousin. Uh, and um, At this point, everyone else is in Cameroon. Bernadette is solo in Leeds with a baby. Bernadette is solo in Leeds and a baby, but I think we can like, Imagine how she maybe got to Leeds and she has a baby. Right. Um, she's 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 met someone. They made a baby. She's in Leeds. And my mum went to Leeds to like continue her education, but also to help my yeah. uh, auntie take care of my cousin. So she was in Leeds. And th this is why she really hated Leeds. And when I said I wanted to apply for Leeds, uh, she was like, no, it's a terrible, <laughs> it's a terrible dark place full of races and you can't understand the accent. And I was like, I think this is colored by your experience yeah. of coming in like- And then you said, fine, the I'll go to Oxford. <laughs> fine, I'll go to Oxford. <laughs> um, but yeah, she came to study basically in the UK, but she spent some time in Leeds first because that's where my auntie was. Okay, and then your auntie went back to Cameroon. Auntie went back to Cameroon. And my mom met my dad in London. London. Can you paint us a picture? If you want to. Um, okay, so um, I'll paint a picture. But my parents are, spoiler alert, now divorced, so I don't speak to either of them about how they met, but yeah, I, will, I will speak as the child of divorced parents about the scene that I imagine. Yeah, good, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, we're in London. The year is 1980 something. Okay, the who is playing. The who is playing. <laughs> the, the what? Um, People are dressed as mods, but only for a fancy dress reason. Only for a fancy dress reason. Double-decker buses. It's a small house party. There is no cocaine. We know this because both of my parents have denied ever taking cocaine. Okay. Um, but there is some alcohol. Facts are, <laughs> are flowing. My mom, a soft babe, a beautiful young Cameroonian woman, with awesome. a light Leeds accent. A light Leeds accent. A light Leeds lilt. <laughs> she winces every time it every time it breaks out. A light Leeds lilt walks into a party. There's drinks. There's party rings. She's dripping in jewels. She's dripping in jewels. <laughs> then she sees, sitting by a speaker, wearing spectacles. So he's smart. He's smart. He's brainy. He's brainy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A man who will only be referred to as K uh, because that is the only way my dad allows people to refer to him. I say K, not the name, K-A-Y or K-A-Y-E, but just the initial K. And my dad has in- insisted that that is his name, even though I'm assuming to my grandmother, it's not. Um, a man called K, a shy, introverted, sweet man from Ghana. And she goes over to him and says, would you like to see my rock? <laughs> <laughs> And he did. And he did. And they hit it off. And they uh, got married. Sure, they got married. Why not? And they had me. Yeah. Um, and on the day that they had me, I was born at Edgware General Hospital in North London. My mum says that I was born at 4 p.m. around then. And my dad says I was born in the morning. <laughs> I <Okay>. am okay. <laughs> more... <laughs> First child. I. <laughs> my mum says the afternoon, my dad says the morning. I'm more inclined to believe my dad because my mum had a cesarean, so she was asleep. Oh, she what didn't she know, know what time it was. <laughs> yeah, fine. She's like, I guess it was 4 p.m. Is it on the birth certificate? It's not on my birth certificate. Oh, okay. So how do you do... I'm sorry, but how do you do your birth chart? No, I know. Literally, <laughs> every single queer millennial has been horrified that I do not know my, my date, my time of birth. I'm sorry, I feel That's sick. crazy. I feel sick. <laughs> I wonder if the hospital would have a record. No, I'm calling Edward like, <laughs> General Hospital so you can do your birth chart. Hi. <laughs> I tried during the pandemic, but I got left on hold. Um, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I'm on a first day. <laughs> Sorry. That's the most unbelievably toxic thing I can think of, but I can't even think of a lie for why else you would need it. <laughs> Okay, if you work at Edward General Hospital yeah, and you want you to do can me a solid. find out what time Sophie Joker was born, let us know. Yeah, uh, he had to cross London Bridge and there was a terrible storm the day I was born. So he had to like... Ooh, it's dramatic. Yeah, the 25th of January. Big storm, big day. Uh, and when I was born, not to brag, but I was really tiny. I was a month early, so that's why he was going to work. I mean, he had to support me and my mama, Mama Irene. Uh, I was so small I could fit in the palm of your hand. Uh, and I got put in the incubator, which is like a little house for tiny children. Um, I got put in the incubator and um, was being fed by a drip like a hamster, but they took that drip away from me because they said I was eating so hard and so fast that they thought I might tire out my heart. <laughs> oh my God. I was literally gonna eat oh my, my heart God. out. <gasps> yeah. I didn't even know that that was like a physical possibility. Yeah. That's so poetic. I know. So a lust for life. That. Yeah, and you've been living milk. life like that ever since. Ever since. Hungry and thirsty. Hungry and thirsty. <laughs> For experiences. Fascinating. So in your family, mm. who is the furthest back person you know something about? Or I think furthest back. So the, the relatively far back is who I knew personally is my paternal grandmother. I also knew my paternal grandfather, but he, I thought I killed him for a long time. What? Uh, Would you like to elaborate? Because uh, when I was like, let's say three years old, four years old, I was sitting next to him at dinner and I, <laughs> I was sitting next to him at dinner and I looked over at this man, my Kay's dad, and I thought, wow, this dude is old. He's, <laughs> he's, he's really fucking old. I was just like sitting there just like flush with youth, like not even five yet. And I was like, this man <laughs> is old. It's weird. It's no one's talking about it, but he's so old. <laughs> Probably in his like sixties or seventies yeah, at this point. Uh, so I that was, was like, your first observational material. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, has anyone seen this guy's old? And then, I, and I looked at his hand, and I was like, I had like obviously like little baby hand, probably like chubby little, you know lovely i don't know full of what's it called lipids anyway damn you hate old people <laughs> i had a lipid filled hand and he's his hand was just resting on the table and i was like that's an old hand <laughs> it's got like you can see the veins it's sort of just yeah. like skin doesn't fit right so what i did is i took my fork no no and no, i no, lifted no. it up and i rammed it into his hand oh my god so <laughs> remember doing it you have a visual I, I mean even if it's a constructed memory yes I yeah. remember it vividly oh so my did he see it coming no he was just <laughs> sitting next to his granddaughter 
just minding his own business, just put his hand on the table. I saw the hand, I got the fork and I stabbed the hand. Yeah, so then there was a lot of commotion. And then my dad was like, okay, I'm gonna dis- I'm gonna take Sophie outside of the room. I'm gonna spank her. Uh, but then we went into another room and then he was just like, pretend you're being spanked. Oh, no! <laughs> but then he like, I don't know, he could have like spanked like a pillow or like something. Like, but he like spanked the wall. So he was like, dug, dug, dug. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. Oh, you really got you started in acting? I know, my first <laughs> acting job. <laughs> And then we walked back in and my dad's friends were like, like She really oh. is the entertainer of the year. <laughs> she is the entertainer of the decade? No? Yeah, the, the century. Uh, yeah, my the dad's millennium, friends. millennium, I'll call it. I mean, it was pre-millennium, so yeah. an easy win. Um, yeah, they were, so everyone knew I had actually been spanked. Like, no one, people weren't, I mean, people, maybe my granddad was angry at me, but you can't really be angry at a cute little kid that just stabs someone in the hand. And then he died shortly after. Um, like shortly after like, that's the next thing I remember, but I was a kid, so it was probably right. like yeah, a year knows? or two. So it's, yeah. it's pretty airtight. Yeah, you definitely murdered him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's so. I don't. What do you even describe that as? But also iconic. That's that's the word for it. Yeah. Entertainer of the year. Indeed. There is, uh, in terms of far back, but obviously you do not know this person. My grandma's mum. There is a portrait of her hanging in my grandma's house, and everyone was like. You look exactly like her. In like a Daphne du Maurier way. People were like being creepy about like, you oh, look so much like her. But Do you know I, anything about her? Uh, I think she was maybe born on a Friday. That's important if you're from Ghana. Okay, what does that mean? It's just like everyone has different days of, as you know, everyone has different days of the week in which they're born. <laughs> um, but there's like different significance. I don't know much about fi- Friday borns, but I'm a Thursday born. And what does that mean? Um, we are just great. Just great. Just very, um, I think you're, we're very independent. And very strong, like warrior, warrior people. I'm also a shanty. That's the tribe uh, that my grandmother's from. So that's also like boss. Yeah. Is day of the week the most important? So I guess it's like the the dominant personality metric. It's I like guess we would engage equivalent. with this like a zodiac, even though that's yeah. like really not. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's sort day of, of the like, week the one. It's because everyone sort of has names based on the day of the week. So my name is Abba. There will be lots of other Abbas. Or you might have a Kojo or a... Uh, Kweku or something and that will tell you what day of the week they were born so you have like your gang of Ooh. yeah your gang of Kwame's but oh, it's cool. probably your tribe it's tribe probably your main, tribe yeah thing. that's what you have the prejudices about you're like oh the Ga people they're so weird and spiritual they love rocks my mom's not from Ghana but she would be <laughs> oh well, that's actually Ewe Ewe people very spiritual okay. uh, Ashanti people quite arrogant uh, I'm Ashanti um, quite showy offy quite powerful so do are both of your parents uh, oh, b- both of your dad's parents from the same tribe? No, my uh dad's dad who I stabbed with the fork yeah. is from Cape Coast, so he's Fanti and my name Abba is Fanti. Um because my mum heard the name for Thursday which was a shanty which is where my grandmother is from which is Ya and she was like I don't like that. So <laughs> not for me. <laughs> all, I should be called Ya. Um, which is actually a very prestigious name. Yaya Santawa was a great female warrior in Ghana. Like, it's a good cool. name. And my mum was like, no, she's going to be called Abba secretly after the band. <laughs> so I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to say anything. But we're all thinking. Yeah, yeah. My mum was like, I'm going to sidestep the traditional name. And she's just going to be like, a super trooper. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, this is an ignorant question, but I'm, uh, forgive me, I am curious. Mm-hmm. And also tell me if you don't want to answer it or mm-hmm. if it's dumb but like what is what is the policy on like intertribe courtship in Ghana oh intertribe courtship I think I think it's I think it's fine okay. I mean like the the borders aren't real the country right. isn't real so there are Ewe is a tribe that's like all over West Africa there are Ewe is in Ghana there are Ewe is in Togo maybe even as far as Cameroon but people have like a lot of like a lot of pride in their tribe I think yeah, it's yeah. fine it's okay it's like you were going to um you know, date someone from, I don't know. Leeds. Leeds. <laughs> yeah. It's never. frowned upon, <laughs> but it's never. okay. It's love okay. Leeds. Love Leeds. Doing love a tour Leeds. date I in Leeds. Leeds. <laughs> I love Leeds. I love Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> great shows, great people. And it's, it's, it's handy. It's a handy size for a city. It's, it's great. Size. No, yeah, Leeds is nice. wonderful. It's got a canal system. Yeah. No one ever talks about it. We love Leeds. My mother was wrong. And if you've got anyone in Leeds that sees the Virgin Mary like 10, 20 <laughs> times a day, We'll come visit. <laughs> we're, we're the first people to set up a Leeds pilgrimage site. <laughs> do you feel like you're, like culturally, w- which tribe do you f- feel more affinity to? 
versus Ashanti and Fanti. Yeah. I think there's like a sort of like mysterious nature to like Fanti culture. But because Ashanti culture is like so dominant in Ghana, I'm just like, I'm Ashanti. I was like, I'm an Ashanti, like the singer. Like yeah. that was cool. Yeah. I was like, I'm a princess. Like you, like to be Ashanti is to like lean into being like powerful, being a princess, being like a bad bitch. And yeah, Fanti cool. is just kind of like, like, you live by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Ooh, Fanti. I mean, Fanti people right in, but. Do people, like when you say your name is Abba, do people assume that you're a Fanti when you're in Ghana? Yes, 100%. Okay. Yeah. I'll be like, you're from ABBA. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> once I went to Cape Coast, which is Fanti, and um, I was there with all my friends, uh, not all my friends, but a small group of friends that had come with me. They were all white. And the woman spoke to me in Chui. And um, I said, I don't understand. But I said I was Ghanaian to get cheap entry in. And she was like, you're Ghanaian, but you don't even know the language of your ancestors. Wow. And I was like, wow. Damn, ma. <laughs> oh my god, that was gosh. way harsh. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. No, I'm so sorry. There's I mean, no I literally back. learned tree went back and was like, "You're from Abba." <laughs> <laughs> Google it outside. <laughs> yes. Um, cool. How often do you go back to Ghana? Um, so my grandma Ma uh, is dead. I don't. I don't need to lead with that. But since my grandma died, since my dad's mum died, who was like one of the matriarchs that rise up in my family, I decided that I wanted to make Ghana more a part of my life. So I'm trying to go once a year, at least. And do you have lots of family there? Does your dad have siblings there? Um, My dad also is part of a classic four. So two sisters, two brothers. The ABBA. Um, The the ABBA. Two boys, two girls. That's an ABBA. Two boys, two girls. It's a great rhyme scheme. It's a great band. It's a great familial structure. Um, So yeah, all of, wait, no. Both the boys left. My uncle lives in South Africa. So I don't need to say I don't need no, to guess. You do, but you South, do. South Africa? Is is that New Zealand? I can't tell. South South do you Africa. Think roll the R? Do you need to roll the R for South Africa? South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Right in. Africa. Right in. But said respectfully. Yes. South Africa. Uh he lives in Joburg. Where am I from? I'm Australian now. Okay. You are Australian. I am Australian. South Africa. Is I'll say South Africa. Yeah, you gotta roll the R. Is the same as saying as like Barcelona. We're honoring <laughs> Barcelona the, the local yes. pronunciation. Yes. That's what we're doing. I'm not gonna come and say South Africa. That's South who's Africa. The, who says that? People from Leeds. South Africa. I'm not gonna say it like a Yorkshireman. I'm gonna say it like yeah, you did. an Australian. You, it was respectful the way you did. <laughs> <laughs> it was culturally engaged. My uncle lives in South Africa. My dad, who knows where he lives, allegedly between Ghana and Vietnam. I used to think my dad was a spy when I was younger. What made you think that? Um, <laughs> I thought my dad was a spy because the evidence, he, wa- he wasn't home a lot. He was very mysterious. And um, he did this thing with the car, which he said was like the Astro Gamma propulsion drive, which is where he'd press some like triangles in the middle of the dash and like all the lights flashed. Oh, yeah. he put on the hazard lights. He put on the hazard lights. Yeah, he wasn't a spy. That's he was, cute though. I yeah. like that as a bit very dangerous. But... Yeah, very dangerous. He used to like literally stop on roads and be like, we're going to Astro Gamma propulsion drive. And me and my brother would be like, oh my God. That's, that's so such a cute. cute bit. Yeah. Oh my God, that's such a cute bit. Oh my god, everybody has to steal it. Yeah. If Ste- we ever have kids. Steal it. Road steal safety it. first, but also steal <laughs> then, it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, turned out that my dad wasn't a spy, but he was having an affair, so. Oh. <laughs> oh. That is sort of the being a spy of the adult world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Look, we've all been there. We've all been I there. I mean, the two of us we've have all, been We've there. all slept with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, I haven't asked, where it's all to play for. <laughs> dad. We're wearing red lipstick to honor the other women. So you, I do want to ask you about, because you, when you were a little child, went and lived with a a grandma. Yes. Briefly. Which, which grandma was that? That was my dad's mum. So my, my most recent show, Hag is about this. The Hag might refer to Ma, even though she was a G, but my parents sort of did the classic, uh, classic, tell your kids they're going to Disneyland and then leave them in God. No, (laughs) they said, they said the words Disneyland. I thought it was a special trip. I think that, I I don't think they literally said Disneyland because I'd be like, this seems off. Where's Mickey? Where's Mickey? (laughs) Um, But they were just like, they basically didn't tell us that we were going to go and live in God for two years because I was, uh, how old was I? Four years old? And my brother was a baby. So like the conversation with my brother would not have gone that well. But they, uh, this was just, it was just like, cool 90s parenting cool 90s immigrant parenting they were like come on let's get on the plane i was like disneyland 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 
got there, lived with my grandmother for two years. Two years? So you two did you not years. see your parents for two I years? I did see my parents. Okay. They came back. They, like, visited. I saw them. I saw them during that time. Do you have memories of Ghana from yeah. that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, my first memories were of Ghana. Um, yeah, my first, like, these are definitely memories. It's not stuff that I've made yeah. up. Definitely from Ghana. I don't presume you remember how you felt at the time, but did you think that, like, this was permanent? Or were you like, any day now I'm going to leave? Um, I don't know. What I do know is that I feel like it is definitely... So I told a comedian who you might make one day I'm on the show, doesn't matter. I told a comedian, Kiri Pritchard-McLean, that when I went to Ghana, there was a bit where, don't freak out, I stopped eating. Like I stopped eating and everyone tried to get me to eat. Like everyone tried to like bribe me. They tried to make my favorite foods, but I wouldn't eat anything. And then my dad came back and I started eating right away. And everyone like told this was like a funny joke. Like, okay, got her to eat. And Kiri went, that's what dogs do when their owners go away. She was like, oh my God, that's trauma. And I feel like there's so much stuff from like your childhood. You're like, yeah, that's that's not a funny story. Oh yeah, that you only realize later, of course. (laughs) Every time I was like, oh no, oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. It's I also got malaria. Oh god. Whoops. You got malaria? Yeah, I've had malaria three times. Have you really? Yes. I'm oh. like Cheryl Cole to the power of three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm She'll be in 222 Cole. next. Was that what Cheryl Cole was in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently she was good in it. Is it still running 222? I'm sure it is. But they're like, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're like Miss Piggy ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> Fingers crossed it comes to Leeds. Um, <laughs> Leeds Playhouse, the three of us are in it. Um, I feel like one of those things where I don't want to dwell on how traumatizing that is because I don't okay. want to retroactively have trauma. Does no, that no, 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 no. I don't feel traumatized by it uh, now, even though, no. I think what it is is that I think you make big decisions, like lots of parents make big decisions to like, sometimes decision they have to make, like to move house, yeah. move country, like make financial decisions or like leave their kids places. And I know there's a narrative about, I was never in boarding school, but I really wanted to be in like a Harry Potter naughty okay, school. Okay, I also think you would have thrived in a boarding school. I would have school. thrived in yeah. a boarding yeah. school. I was just like, I'm... A witch. Um, but um, people who have those experiences always talk about like how obviously devastating it was to be away from their parents. But it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like between a rock and a hard place. I don't think they had to leave me in Ghana, but I don't yeah. think there was as much like conversation about like, like now there are like incredibly eloquent like two-year-olds that like sit down on TikTok and talk to their parents yeah. about why they made that decision. <laughs> but I think at the time the like parenting thing would do was to be like, make the hard decision and just, do it yeah oh yeah i don't think they're um, bad parents i mean and, or it's uh, it was uncommon my sister yeah. was sent to, to live with my grandparents for two years when she was born because they like they did, just didn't have they anywhere were, to, they to were stay. Club, they were doing shots they were 19 yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah and also like my memories from god i lived with my grandma my auntie my dad's sister also like there was like a little compound so they like i was with my cousins like i was like yeah. around people all the yeah. time so As like a, a lot of my happiest Family you memories loved. are from that you time. I was cared loved. for. Yeah. They noticed when you stopped eating. Yeah. <laughs> that probably is a good start. Yeah. yeah. They're dealing with their trauma. They're like, how funny <laughs> that we were entrusted with this kid and she stopped eating. Yeah, yeah. incredibly they stressful. They just got a cardboard cut out of my dad and like put it on the table at mealtimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, now I think the fact that you stabbed your granddad in the hand just means you're hungry. <laughs> Oh, shit, yeah. I was, I was just like, just, everyone else gets to eat, but I gotta wait for my dad. <laughs> it is weird to, like, know a really old person when you're a child. Like, a, mm. like probably your grandparents, the only really old people you know, or even, like, great-grandparents. You're not socially meeting, unless you're... Now they do those nursery schools where they'll, like, be in an old people's home. Have you seen those? Oh, I haven't. I actually think they look really cute. I saw that they're doing it in the old... or They, were they doing all need it in diapers. The, yeah, in the old people's home where my grandpa was, there's now a nursery school that, like, is there and plays there and visits there and so they like they're like all these people need taking care of putting them together but otherwise the only old people you ever meet probably are your grandparents yeah and they're so much older than you so much older i thought like my grandma was like a mythical yeah being yeah. like she was so powerful she was just like i remember with my grandpa being like i gotta be nice to this guy <laughs> he's like <laughs> he is so old again he's so old, he's so old. It's like it can go either way either you're like i gotta treat him with love and care he, like, he doesn't know anyone else like <laughs> <laughs> he needs me to really like li- nod and smile okay i'm about to say something i've never said it before so it might not make any sense but you ever see kids and then you also see old people and you're like they're operating on understanding 30 percent of what's going on definitely Do you know Ooh. what i mean you're like uh, and, and you kind of start you, you have this fear being like how am i ever gonna 
oh, clock yeah. out. Yeah. Whereas as a kid, you're totally fine because you don't know better. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I do wonder when you're like, when you're old, I guess you feel just like a kid where you're like, yeah, it's 30%, but I, I get by. I think that my mom is doing that. I think she, I think she's like, it's better on the other side. I think she's just like, there is enough for me. I don't know, but I mean, like, this is like a joke, but like when people weaponize incompetence, yeah. my mom's just like, how would I do it? I oh, just suck, yeah. baby girl. Yeah. I'm fair enough. Yeah. Do less. Do less. And I respect it, but I'm just like, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like the stuff, I think ideally my mom would, I think it's the time when you like, I don't want to, yeah. Work smart, not hard. Work smart, not hard. Make the 30% work for you. She would just like me to do the difficult stuff. I mean, also a lot of immigrant parents will like have the kids do the admin because they will speak like the local language better. I remember whenever we went to the States when I was a little kid, I would do all the forms. I would talk to everyone at restaurants, airports, hotels because I spoke English and my mom didn't. And to this day, my mom still doesn't because she nailed it. She made 30% work for her. Yeah. You, you must speak by and away the best English in your family. Yeah, and my brother speaks the best German because now they live in Germany and he does all the medical forms, the car insurance, oh, wow. all of it. They don't speak German or English. They've nailed it. They've I don't literally... contribute anything to my parents. <laughs> they... I don't help my parents with nothing. Imagine having a personal translator for the local language that you, that's just, you don't have to pay beautiful, them. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's always like people are always just like, I want my kids to grow up bilingual and it's like meant to be for the kids. It's not for the kids. <laughs> It's like, I would like to... Yeah, you just don't China. want to go to the DMV. That makes sense. Send this 15-year-old to the DMV. Make him sit there for four hours. I was thinking about this the other day, though, and, like, my favorite parents are parents who want their child to learn a language that they have absolutely no connection to at all. <laughs> yeah, Just, like, uh, for funsies. Like, kids who go to, like... I feel like that's the vibe of, like, what's that French... The lycée? You know, there's, like, that oh, really yes. fancy French yeah, school. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, like, not all them kids at that school are French or have French They're parents. Not French. It's just, like, I would prefer... I prefer... <laughs> restaurant. It's Florian. <laughs> French... Um, what I do want to teach my kids, which I don't have uh, any knowledge of, but I do want to teach my kids BSL. I think that's a really good mm. idea. I think it's really, really good. It's really like, basically, obviously it's got practical application. Yeah. Sometimes you can't speak. Sometimes you've got a sore throat. Sometimes, uh, you know, like I think autistic kids, uh, like there are some autistic kids in my family. My auntie Rose has uh, two autistic kids and like they learn, I think they learn Makaton actually yeah, more yeah, commonly. Yeah. But I think it's like very good to be nonverbal, but really I just want to be able to bitch with my kids yeah. about other yes. people. How fun is that? That is yeah. amazing. I think that's a really good one. Yeah, lots of babies learn like a baby sign language now. And it is weird that you'd be like, well, this makes complete sense for you to like, we understand that you this you have the ability to do this thing when you don't have the ability to do words, but then we're like, and then don't worry about it ever again. Like, that's it. That's a great yeah. one. In Nicaragua, basically they didn't have a Nicaraguan sign language. So um, they, I, I think during like some conflict, I, I'm butchering this, but in the 1980s, they put a bunch of deaf kids in a school together and they never had deaf schools before and they never had a sign language before. So the kids developed it themselves. No. And oh. now the official Nicaraguan sign language is is the one that the, those kids developed in that school. That's Isn't that so crazy? Cool. Isn't that so cool? That's incredible. Because they were like, we need to communicate. Let's figure it out. Awesome. And they like created punctuation. They created, like, it's so cool. Wow. That's incredible. Okay, I love that. That's a great fact. My That's kid's going to speak Nicaraguan. No, they're not going to do that. Yeah, they have to invent their own. Is basically but you're going to invent your own sign language. <laughs> I feel like my version of this is I have always strongly felt I like need my children to be good gymnasts. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think it's like, look, something I just feel like I would have enjoyed in my life is like the ability to do the splits, the ability to do a backflip. A backflip. You know what I mean? And it's like you can only really, really learn to do a backflip when you're a child. Yeah. And so if your parents don't get you backflipping, you have no choice. So. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> You'll be like, resenting your months? parents for never forcing you to do a backflip. I just, re- do you know what though? My parents did make me do judo for years. Were you a judo? Coach? I was not a judo. I did ballet and piano. Oh, well, I did, yeah, yeah. I did two classes of ballet. I should stop putting that on my CV. I did ballet on a Saturday morning. I did ballet because I wanted to do ballet, and then for some reason that I don't know if it was like gender related or whatever, my parents were like, "Well, if you do ballet in the morning, you have to do judo in the afternoon." I think they probably just really wanted me busy for the whole day. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was like gender affirming. Yeah, in a way that like cool. they didn't want you to go they yeah. wanted you to keep your options open yeah they didn't want me to just be like a little ballet girl they were like she's going to yeah. be like fighting as well and I didn't like judo I was no good at it like to be honest for me judo very much meant sitting on a crash mat having a chat like that might as well be the practice of judo for me but you, in judo you learn to fall over a lot and I actually have had very few like touch wood broken bones and like I think I fall have always fallen quite you well, fall well I think you I fall, fall well because of it. I think I learned how to fall 
I think that was how I learned, and it has reduced injury in my life overall. Okay, I... if this was 10 years ago, this would be an incredible TED Talk. I would just like to... <laughs> <laughs> I had to do judo. <laughs> Learning how to fall. So I could fall properly. Yeah. Sorry, what were we going to say? No, I was just going to say that I, I think it's... I mean, maybe... I, I hate that I might become my parents, which I won't because um, I'm not a youngest child but um <laughs> but i do think it's good for kids to do stuff that they don't want to do yeah. like judo or like yeah i don't want to do piano yeah. or live in ghana for two years or get malaria i just think it's good because even if it's not good in the way that your parents wanted yeah i feel like there's yeah like you don't always get to do what you want to do all the time oh 100 and it's like yeah being bad at a thing doesn't feel great but then the more you are bad at it the better you become down the line yeah it's more fine to be bad at things yeah i Whereas, agree yeah and for type A perfectionists, like we three, a good lesson to learn. I mean, in adulthood, it's so, whenever you come in, the, the, the example that is in my head is so embarrassing, but the very first time I did improv. <laughs> but I went to like the, my first improv class and I was like, I'm, I feel actively bad at this. And it's very rare in adult life that you pick up a skill from the bottom and it's uncomfortable because you're like, I'm not used to this. Because you're, the, the last time you felt like you were bad at a thing was when you were a kid. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. here we are podcasting the best <laughs> that we can. All right. Should we wrap this up? Thank you so much for sharing your family story with us. Thank you, thank you so us. much. Thank Is there you. anything else you would like to either uh, mention about your family or about what you want to do with your family or plug? Uh, we could talk about how my brother has the perfect family. Oh, my God. Let's talk about that. Um, Tell us about that. So my little brother has a dreamy family, even though he has had a child, hashtag out of wedlock. Uh, he, uh, so modern. I've so seen yeah. a video of your nephew and you've sent it to me and I th I'm pretty sure. And I think he's... I just watch it sometimes just for fun because he's the cutest kid he's I've ever seen. He's the cutest thing. He's perfection. He's the Maya Jama of the under fives. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he is so cute. Um, my sister-in-law, even though out of wedlock, is an artist she makes incredible like non i don't know what it's called but like art that doesn't represent anything specifically but it's like beaded it's 3d it's tactile it's like huge mixed study. media mixed media non-representational art they live in detroit my brother is uh obviously a black british guy in america which means that if he wasn't in a, in a committed relationship he'd be getting yeah loads having, of a pussy. Time, having a great time and he started a business called good pluck which is trying to deliver like fresh fruit and vegetables to people in detroit because it's like a food desert so he gets up every weekend and like goes to the markets and like gets vegetables because he can't like hire a lot of staff because he's just starting out and like the business like needs to scale and stuff so it's just this him take oh like driving God. vegetables to people and like his girlfriend like painting beautiful things and my little like baby nephew like walking around like eating peaches and doing like yard work <sighs> and then sometimes he like sits down and does his art with his mum. and when she has an exhibition he has his own little corner and he displays no, no! his art no! Oh my God, that's the cutest thing He displays his art. Okay, dream life. Yeah, Anything is possible. He has his little And I'm like, that is, that is the perfect family. He has a little yeah. chair. Yeah. And he sits like for hours. He just gets into it. He's like, we're making art. <laughs> and is there anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would like to plug um, my little nephew's art exhibition <laughs> and my brother's vegetable business. I just want to plug myself. I want yeah. people to be part of my family. I'm doing so many shows all the time and I'm working up a new show. I'm so excited about. So if you follow me at Sophie Dutebox or go to my very user hostile website, which is <laughs> www.sophieduca.com, you can be part of the fam. I love that. This episode of Family Jewels was produced by our nephew, Andrew White, in the fantastic Trusty Hog Studio. I've been your one fun cousin, Charlie Dinkin. And I've been your dad's brother who's still living in the basement, but promises he's leaving any day now, Olga Koch. Like, subscribe, share, and talk about us at your next family reunion. And if you have any family stories, secrets, or skeletons that you want to share, DM us on Instagram. Or leave them to us in your will. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.